What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. What if kittens played the clock in Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're finishing off a story that started last week and was using ideas from Grayson and Olive, Jacob and Ronan, as well as Nico C. So we're going to hear Jacob's question after the story, and I'll finally read Nico C's question to you as well after the story. All right, we'll get to your story. But first, I wanted to give a sprightly shout out to Nick, who likes playing guitar. And I, Draco Maxim here, along with my friend JF Cat, for siblings Oliver, Sam, and young Amrut. They live in Littleton, Colorado. Oliver likes soccer and Legos and is nine years old. Simon is age six and likes soccer, video games, and Legos. But I've got another shout out for Hattie who turns five on September 29th. Her sister's name is Edie. They live in Auckland, New Zealand, and Hattie loves rainbows, unicorns, crafting, scootering, and dancing. Last but not least, Patty Pan's zipping in for one last woof woof for Grayson, who is nine years old. Well, thank you, Grayson, Edie, Hattie, Amrut, Simon, Oliver, and Nick. Now let's find out whatever happened to recap. And don't forget to tune in at the end of the story to hear our surprise questions. But first, we're going to take a quick break. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. 
Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Last week on What If World. Oh yeah, but it took place a thousand years ago, recaps. So. A thousand years ago, last week in What If World, a young abacus P. Grumbler got his shoelaces tangled in the vacuum cleaner, and his mother asked him not to play with the machine. Then, Abacus imagined me into existence, his imaginary baby brother recap, and we got into all kinds of trouble. Later, we went to our father's house, and our thermometer sent us to our rooms. How rude. But I had one more trick up my imaginary diaper, and made Abacus's bed come to life and eat some magic pickles, soaking the mattress with fragrant pickle juice. Now it's morning, and Aerith is frowning at us for some reason. He must be trying to decide what kind of ice cream to feed us for breakfast. My vote, pickle ice cream. Please and thank you. Arithmometer was standing in his son's bedroom, looking at Abacus and his soaked mattress. Oh, Abacus, said Abacus's father. Did you have an accident? No, complained young Abacus. It was baby recap, I swear it. Oh, of course it was. Why don't you get baby recap dressed while I banish this mattress to another dimension? Wonderful. I've never been dressed before. For the record, I've been imagining you in a sparkly purple onesie with stars on it. And can I wear shoes like you? Fine. And Abacus showed his imaginary brother how to tie his imaginary shoes before they went out to the living room. Oh, what's through there? Asked Recap, pointing to a door that had been left slightly ajar. Oh, that's the door to Father's study. We are not supposed to go in there. But now that Baby Recap had shoes, he was clumsily stomping toward the study faster than Abacus could keep up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Baby Recap reached for a gnarled old wand of flaky white birch wood. No, not that one. He and Recap grabbed the wand at the same time. Abacus Pythagoras Grumbler! shouted Arithmometer. You're having accidents at night. You're playing in my study. Your mother cannot even count on you to empty out the vacuum. And then he said those words no kid ever wants to hear. What is wrong with you? I was trying to stop Baby Recap. He keeps getting me into trouble. Well, why don't you and Baby Recap Step into the living room and let me think about what I should do. Abacus sat sullen on the couch, while Recap sat on the floor, playing with his imaginary shoelaces. He's really mad, isn't he? Yes, and it's your fault. My fault? I was just doing what you wanted me to do. I'm imaginary. Well, a good imaginary friend wouldn't get me into trouble. Abacus turned away from the make-believe baby to see a vacuum cleaner standing in the corner. 
You're probably wondering how there were ever two vacuum cleaners in existence a thousand years ago. Well, you see, it was a fabulous invention by Pascaline, powered by the magic of Arithmometer. But you still had to empty it out all the time. Recap, who are you talking to? I'm narrating. Why? It just felt right. Abacus shook his head, ignoring his imaginary brother. And as he walked closer to the vacuum cleaner, he could hear his father talking on the stone phone. I lost my temper with him, Bass. He's just so stubborn. What do you do when he's like this? Abacus scowled, feeling something clench up inside of him. And he walked over to the vacuum, reaching for the start button. Abacus, I don't know how I know this, but that is a techno-magical invention, which can be dangerous if used irresponsibly. I'll show them I can be good and help clean up the house, and then they'll get back together, and I'll have a real little brother or sister, not some imaginary friend who doesn't even listen. That hurts my feelings, which I didn't even know I had until now. Abacus pulled out the flaky birchwood wand. He'd snuck it out of his father's study. Abacus, siblings need to listen to each other. I know that now, and I think you're about to do something dangerous. I'm just going to enchant this vacuum cleaner so that you never, ever have to empty it. Abacus pointed his father's wand at the vacuum cleaner. He felt that thing clenching inside himself again. It was like a hole, but it hurt, too. And using his imagination and the powerful magic from his father's wand, he pulled that black hole out of his tummy and stuck it inside the vacuum. He hadn't even pressed the on switch, but the vacuum was already sucking up the carpet underneath their feet. It's working. And then the couch started getting sucked into the vacuum. Oh, it's really working. Abacus, I think we ought to get out of here. I'm not listening to you, imaginary baby. Books started flying off their case on the wall and swirling around the vacuum before getting sucked in. One of them... Bonked Abacus on the head, and he found himself on his back, scrambling away from the vacuum. Abacus's imaginary baby brother was pulling on the young wizard's hand as the two of them backed up together. Now paintings were getting sucked off the wall, and the bookcase tipped over too, headed straight for Abacus and Recap. Hmm, deja vu. What do you mean, deja vu? You're only one day old, said Abacus, flicking up the one spell his father had taught him in case of emergencies. A tiny protective bubble appeared, barely big enough to fit Abacus and recap, and the bookcase landed on top of it before it too was sucked into the vacuum. Arithmometer suddenly burst out of the study. Now what are you up to? Abacus! Arithmometer saw his wand in his son's hand and grabbed a half-broken wand off his desk. Abracadabracus, protect my abacus! A crystal ball from behind him was being sucked towards the vacuum cleaner and it knocked Arithmometer out cold before he could finish his spell. And as soon as Arithmometer passed out, his wizard cap lit up like a beacon and a bright red protective bubble appeared around him. Abacus's own spell was weakening and one tip of Recap's shoelaces started wriggling out of the magic bubble 
or the vacuum cleaner. That's it, baby recap. Shoelaces. Of course, no vacuum cleaner can stand up to shoelaces. I'll just let it suck me up, and my shoelaces will tangle No, your shoelaces are imaginary. Exactly, so I can imagine them being as long as they need to be. And Recap's shoelace shot out of the bubble, getting wrapped around the brush of the vacuum cleaner. Over and 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 over and
All right, Ronan, Jacob, Olive, and Grayson, I hope you enjoyed your story. We're going to play Jacob's question for you real quick right now. What if there was a black hole inside a vacuum cleaner? Thank you again, Jacob. And now you also know the secret of Nico C's question from episode 167. I didn't tell it to you then because it would have spoiled the surprise. But he asked, what if Recap was from What If World, but was teleported to Alternia when he was a baby and he was Abacus P. Grumbler's brother? Oh, brother, we've answered a lot of questions today. And thank you all for sending in your ideas. Even if they aren't a part of this story, they are a part of our imaginary world. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that even we grown-ups have a lot to learn about communicating. Have you ever asked an adult about their feelings? I bet you'll really catch them by surprise when you do. And until we meet again, keep wondering.